0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Detroit Sports Weekly on TMSNXDetroit.TheMajors.net. I hope everybody's having a good evening so far. It's a little stormy. It's a little rainy out there. I hope you uh, didn't lose power at all because it's still mugging. You're going to need that air conditioning uh, tonight. So, anyways, welcome, 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 Detroit Sports Weekly on TMSNXTheMajors.net. I am Adam Hernandez, 734 259 Four one is the number to call in, or you can text in at two four eight four two nine seven seven two nine. We've got a uh, nice show. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, uh, this is going to be our new uh, our new day, Wednesday nights now instead of the Thursdays. Uh, we're going to be right along with Groudy here, which comes up next. 7, or I'm sorry, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time right here or over on the net and grouty.com. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. A great, great show lined up for you there. They've got, uh, we've got some guests from the infatuations coming on. So if you're in the Detroit area, you... <laughs> probably know who that is it's a it's a very good band uh in the metro detroit area so make sure you listen in for that and uh check that out because we've got some good stuff coming up on Growdy radio coming up right after uh right after detroit sports weekly but that's going to be over on themajors.net uh also um we've got our fan question up too uh, our fan question this week we've got the we've got the draft tomorrow the nba draft tomorrow night um with that said who would you like to see the Pistons target tomorrow night during the draft? They're sitting at the number eight pick right now. We're gonna get into a little bit of draft talk um in just a little bit. But who do you want to see them draft? Um this is a this is a draft where I think a lot of people you know what, actually I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save it for a little bit later and we'll talk about it then. Uh but you know, we'll we'll get we'll get that figured out. Also, make sure you leave us some feedback on our Facebook page too. That's where our fan questions posted. So if you want to leave the feedback on there as well, um, you're certainly welcome to do that. facebookcom slash X is our Detroit page. So again, check that out. Check out our fan question. Respond to the fan question. We read it out. We and we'll get to that. We'll read it on the air here. Um, other than that, though, we've got the Tigers playing right now. They're on the bottom of the ninth. Uh, we've got Jose Valverde out to uh, close it out. Looks like they've got one out right now. He's uh, pitching against Andre Ethier. Uh, so hopefully the Tigers can uh, avoid the sweep here with uh, Papa Grande up there on the mound. Uh, it Looks like he has three balls right now to Ethier. No strikes, one out, bottom of the ninth. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Um, tomorrow night, though, the Tigers finally, 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 finally get a um, get a day off. They've uh, they haven't had you know to tell you the truth. I can't remember the last time the Tigers had a night off. So um, tomorrow night, obviously, going to be very, very well worth it. Um, it's it's very much needed to give some more of their players rest, especially after this last road trip that we've had here out in Colorado and then in LA as well. Uh, they've the bullpen's been used a, a ton. Um, the starting pitching hasn't looked good at all um they've had trouble getting scoring runs uh, the first two games um against the Dodgers so again this this is going to be very very much needed um and then but also this weekend it's going to be another exciting series we've got um we've got a uh the Arizona Diamondbacks coming to town and it looks like uh yep ethier just got a single so um yeah, Ethier got a single. It is still uh, one out with Ethier on first, and we've got Matt Kemp up to bat. So tying run is at the plate for the Dodgers right now, 7-5, to bottom of the ninth. Jose Valverde on to close it out. We'll keep you posted. Uh, let's see here. But this weekend we've got the Arizona Diamondbacks coming to town uh, to play a weekend series against the Tigers. Kirk Gibson actually makes his return. ...to the Detroit Tigers, so that's obviously going to be very, very exciting to have him back in town. Um, other than that, though, we've got, um, like I said, we've got the Diamondbacks in town tonight, and we're going to go ahead and take a look and see um, the matchups for that and the times, and we'll go ahead and pass that along to you right now. Uh, first game, Comerica Park, 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we've got Phil Koch taking the mound for Detroit. You can watch that game on Fox Sports Detroit. Uh, after this, what do we have here? On Saturday, we've got the Tigers taking on the Diamondbacks again. Another 7.05 start. Justin Verlander taking the mound that night. Uh, and that's going to be another, like I said, 7.05 start. Fox Sports Detroit, 97 won the ticket. Make sure you check that out. And then the season, or not, the series finale, excuse me, 105 p.m. Eastern Time on um On Fox Sports Detroit as well, Brad Penny takes the mound against Joe Saunders for the Diamondbacks. And we might as well finish it out with Monday here. Monday, then they start They're back to the American League teams when they play the Toronto Blue Jays from Comerica Park as well. 6.05 p.m. Eastern time start on that one. And that one, uh, we don't have a pitching line for that one yet. So... That's the rundown for the Tigers. Um, Other than that, though, we still have a 7-5 ball game out in L.A. Uh, Two balls, one strike against Matt Kemp, one out. Andre Athier on first base. Jose Valverde trying to close this one out for the Tigers. Um, Hopefully we can can get this, uh, avoid the sweep here with the Tigers and um, get things taken care of here. So other than that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick, quick, quick commercial break. This is Detroit Sports Weekly on TMSNX Detroit. The Net. We'll be right back. week's episode Bobcat in the cave gosh Johnny playing in the cave sure is neat oh boy a kitty cat (laughs) sassy the kitty cat's yelling (coughs) what sassy it's not a kitty it's a bobcat (coughs) speaking of cats you like to stress the importance of adopting cats from animal shelters (coughs) over five million cats go into animal shelters every year healthy cats to choose from? It's a shame more people don't adopt from shelters? This bobcat, heavy Help, Sassy! Why bother? We'll just get into more trouble tomorrow. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, nuts. Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Remember, adopt. Once upon a time, old Scrooge sat down before the fire. I'm humbug. With great astonishment, Marley's ghost came through the heavy door and passed into the room. (gasps) What do you want with me? You will be haunted by three spirits. I'd rather not. To read A Christmas Carol and other books online, go to www.read.gov. Explore new worlds. Read. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. You know that the ice cream scoop can make a child smile, and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the lawnmower makes life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Welcome back everybody to Detroit Sports Weekly on TMSNX. Detroit at the dot net. Seven three four two five nine four nine four one is the number to call in. Or you can text in at two four eight four two nine seven seven two nine. Leave us feedback on our Facebook page as well, Facebook.com slash majors X. Uh, we've got our fan question up there as well, um, which is with the NBA draft tomorrow night. Um, Who would you like to see the Pistons target tomorrow? They sit, like I said earlier, they sit at the 8th overall pick. Um, And this is a draft. Well, you know, we're going to go ahead and get to the uh, the draft talk right now. Um, Quick update on the Tigers here uh, before we get to that, though. Um, 2-1. Matt Kemp just walked. Um, We've got Jose Jose Valverde pitching to James Looney now uh 1-1 one, one count on him still only one out two men on winning run at the plate right now for LA so hopefully uh hopefully the, uh, uh we no, wait, hold on one second here we got a uh, we got an another update here You're getting ready to come in uh let's see anyways well this is um well oh, looks like uh James looney just got a just got a single it looks like we might have yep bases loaded still only one out it's getting a little interesting out there in l a right now so um again hopefully uh was it hopefully Papa Grande can uh can uh, shut this down here. The Tigers definitely need the need the win. They've got the tying run in scoring position right now on second. The winning run is on first base. D Gordon's coming in to pinch hit. Uh, so again, getting pretty interesting out there in LA. Other than that, though, we've got a uh, we're gonna go ahead and get to uh, some draft talk right now with the Pistons. Um, again, we have the NBA draft round night. Um both rounds happening um Cleveland has the first overall pick actually they have two picks within the first uh with in the first five or in the top five uh they came out and basically said the other day that they're going to go ahead and get point guard uh Kyrie Irving from Duke um which is no surprise really he is the best uh, seems like he is the best player uh going into this uh going into this year's draft like I said, Pistons sit at the number eight pick. Um if you go on and look, they there's a bunch of different uh there's a bunch of different mock drafts out there. And one thing about uh one thing about this draft class that we have coming in here um this year in the NBA is there is there's a a fair amount of of European players coming out in this year's draft. There's also not as many big names from the college, uh, from the NCAA, coming into this into this year's draft. Yes, you have uh, you have Kyrie Irving, and you have uh, Kemba Walker. But the thing is, you also have Brandon Knight as well. Uh, the thing is, though, is um, obviously with the uncertainty and everything surrounding the NBA season next year, with their whole collective bargaining uh, difficulties that they're now facing. Um, you know, a lot of these NCAA players were a little hesitant to come out. They're going to go ahead. A lot of these players were taking their, taking their you know, their, the rest of their years of eligibility to, um, you know, just, uh, you know, wait things out and wait for, you know, the NBA to come to a conclusion and come into agreement on a new collective bargaining agreement. Um, It looks like we have two outs now uh, uh, out in L.A., so bases still loaded. Uh, Jose Valverde just struck out Casey Blake, who was actually pitch-hitting for D Gordon. We've got Deanna Navarro up now. Um, Two outs, bases loaded still. Bottom of the ninth, Jose Valverde still on to try to get the save here. other than that, though, uh, as far as the Pistons go, uh, they, like I said, they're sitting at the eight spot right now, one down from uh, from where they were at last season. Last season, they had the number seven pick when they drafted uh, Greg Monroe. Out of Wake Forest, which turned out to be an excellent pick for them, he's he's turned out. He, it seems like he's going to turn out to be a very very good uh, power forward slash center big man for this team. Um, still, no, they're going to need um, more size down low. They're still going to need more guys to play in the paint. Uh, they still need um, another big man. Um, one of these guys is uh, that you're hearing a lot about right now is this Bismack Biombo. And I'm looking, at, um, I'm looking at SI.com right now. Sam Amick uh, from inside the NBA. This is, he's picking right now the Pistons to draft Bismack Biambo. Um, and this is what he has to say about Bismack Biambo. All those Ben Wallace comparisons will be put to the test as Biambo would be paired with the man himself in the Motor City. Let's just hope he remembers to emulate the young Ben Wallace. Valencia, excuse me. is a possibility too, but new ownership could put the kibosh on drafting a player who can't produce right away, even if that might turn out to be a flawed to be flawed logic because of a potential lockout could erase the season that Valanciunas would be missing as it is Kansas Power Forward. Markeith Morris played his way into the contention for this spot during a Tuesday workout that also included Biombo, but I'm not sold that he gets the nod. I agree with um, with uh, Sam Amick here. I think the, t- the Tigers. I think the Pistons should take a good long hard look at Bismack Biambo which I think they're doing right now. I really like Bismack Biambo. I like what I'm hearing about him. I like what he's saying as well to to the media. It seems like he's uh it seems like this kid's got a very very good head on his shoulders right now. So um that's who I hope that they uh, that they go after. Now we're hearing some more stuff today um in the media in terms of the Pistons really Taking a strong look at Tristan Thompson out of Texas as well, um, who is a power forward. Again, another name that they're throwing around for the Pistons, and um, again, he's another player that is a big possibility for the Pistons at the number eight spot. However, according to Sam Amick, um, Tristan Thompson is going to go number four to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now we don't know if you know, we don't know if that's really going to be the case here, but. Um, again it's uh it, it, that's just another name out there that's a possibility for the pistons um you also heard of jonas Valenciunas uh, out of lithuania now the trouble with him is is that you really don't know what you're going to be getting from him he is a center he is a big man um he has uh, he has good size, but the thing about him, the drawback to him is is we're not sure if he's actually going to be playing in the United States uh, if he gets drafted. He could pull a Ricky Rubio, what he did with uh, what he did with um, the the Minnesota Timberwolves when he was drafted by them, but opted not to go play for them right away. He stayed in Spain um, for a couple of seasons, I believe, and uh, he is just now going to uh going to play for them. So um again, it's uh you know, it's something that's uh you know, not a lot of known players in here and I know that a lot of uh that a lot of uh you know, draft experts also as far as these European players go, they're not really sure what they're what the Pistons are going to be getting from uh from this draft. And uh, you know, they're really not sure in general what uh what a lot of these players are are going to be offering up, especially these European players, which is what I'm getting at here as far as, you know, a lot of draft experts not really knowing um, a lot about these players Um, simply because, you know, a lot of the actors that we have on the draft and everything, they're privy to everything that happens in, in the NCAA. So... Of course, you know they're going to know a lot about Kemba Walker. They're going to know a lot about uh, Brandon Knight. They're going to know a lot about Kyrie Irving. Uh, but they're not going to know a whole lot about Viznec Biombo. They're not going to whole, uh, know a whole lot about um, uh, about that Jonas Valanciunas. It's, it's, it's just it's just not in the deck of cards here for them. So. Um, Another one, too, that a lot of uh, a lot of experts are throwing around, and this is somebody that gets taken right after the Pistons at num- the number eight spot, is Kemba Walker. Now, Kemba Walker is a... Now, there's one thing I like about him, and then there's another thing that I don't like about him, which is a big, big uh, concern of mine. The thing that I really, really like about him is he's a leader on the floor. He plays with a lot of heart, which is something that Pistons drastically, drastically need. It seems like they haven't had a true, true leader on the floor ever since they traded away uh, Chauncey Billups back uh, for Allen Iverson a couple of years ago. However, um, the drawback to Kemba Walker is he's really not a true point guard. And he is um, one of those—I His, I mean, his game just isn't— Developed as a true point guard, he is more of a shoot first, pass second type of player, um, which the Pistons have already have an abundance of shooters right now. They already had They're already stuck with Rip Hamilton right now. They already have Ben Gordon. Uh, they already have Rodney Stuckey, who himself, even though he is a point guard, he doesn't play like a true point guard. And I really do believe if the if the Pistons are looking to get Kemba Walker. Then they there's no way that they can bring back Rodney Stuckey. They're gonna have to do everything that they can to shop Rodney Stuckey and get him out of town because it's it it just it just wouldn't fit. It's not something that they need at this point in time. So, other than that though, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let's see what we have here. Oh, yeah, and the coaching search too with the Pistons. The Pistons interviewed. Uh, a few coaches this week or a couple of coaches they interviewed Mike Woodson on Monday uh former assistant with the Pistons back in 2004 and he was a uh, and he was most recently a um head coach of the Atlanta Hawks that's actually where he went um, afterwards, after he was uh, after he was an assistant with the Pistons under Larry Brown back in 2004, only spent one season with the with the Pistons back in 2004 um, before getting that head coaching job with the Hawks. Um, stayed with the Atlanta Hawks, took him to the playoffs a couple of times, and was fired after being swept. Uh, when was this? It was a couple years ago against the um, against the uh, Orlando Magic, but. Again, this is somebody that I that, that I'm okay with, simply because he is a um, he does have experience. He is familiar w- with the city and with the team. And to tell you the truth, I wouldn't have I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't be a huge problem for me if um, if the Pisses were to go out and draft or not draft, but uh, hire Mike Woodson. He, I would be I would be okay with this. Um, another person that they interviewed today was former Bad Boy. Uh, former shock head coach Bill Lambeer, Uh they interviewed, like I said, they interviewed him today. He um he is most recently a uh an assistant coach with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, he is a guy that would um love to come back and uh and have the opportunity to head coach his uh head coach the Pistons, his former team which you have to think that Bill Lambier loves this team. He loves the city, uh, and that he would be a um, a lot of. And he's he seems to be the fan fra- favorite in this one. But I. I I stress this, that, you know, he hasn't had any head coaching experience yet. Um, Bill Lambeer is a guy that, you know, I'd like to see the Pistons eventually hire as a head coach um, somewhere else down the line. Now, if they were to hire Bill Lambeer, I'm not going to kill them on that. I think one thing that this team really needs is a strong, outspoken coach, which is something they didn't get in uh, in John Keuster. John Keuster was very, very – it's, it's – it seemed like he let players kind of walk all over him at times, um, and Bill Lambert is definitely somebody that won't let that happen. Uh, so again, he's a he's one of again he's a guy that I I can't kill them on, uh, but again, you're going to have to um, you're going to have to uh, you know. Really, really be careful with Bill Lambert simply because he has no head coaching experience whatsoever. So, other than that, though, that's what we have lined up right now. Um, Other candidates for the Pistons head coaching job is uh, still Kelvin Sampson. I haven't heard a whole lot about him recently. Um, He seemed to be the first candidate mentioned um, after they fired John Keuster. Another one is Lawrence Frank. Uh, assistant coach with the Boston Celtics, so um, I don't know if they have interviews for either one of those guys lined up. I guess we'll just have to uh, wait and see what happens with that one. Other than that, though, we're going to go ahead and take another quick commercial break. This is Detroit Sports Weekly on Detroit. Net. We'll be right back. stealing cars. Well, I was 10 when I first got involved with drugs. I skipped school because, you know, nobody cared. When I first got pregnant, school was not important to me, so I dropped out. I just thought the only way I can make something out of my life is that if I get an education. I still need to go to school to make it make for myself. Stay in school. Give yourself a chance. I think I'm happier now. I know I'm happier now. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. People have all kinds of excuses for not saving energy. I didn't plug it in. I'll turn it off later. It's not my music. It's just one phone charger. So, um, we don't have those Energy Star appliances. So that old window leaks. How much energy and money could the new ones really save? Maybe it's time to stop making excuses and start doing some simple things to save the energy and resources we can. Because a little here and a little there can add up to a lot later, and you just never know what people will need in the future. My name is Sarah, and I'm going to get started today. We can all help save more energy for tomorrow. What's your excuse? For more energy-saving tips that also save money, visit loseyourexcuse.gov parents. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy, the Ad Council, and the station. this is Carl Edwards here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You want to make a difference? It's simple. Be responsible. Plan ahead. Designate before you celebrate. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Adam Hernandez with a Majors Update. The Phoenix Suns, again, are shooting down rumors of a possible trade of Steve Nash. Suns President of Basketball Operations, Lan, Lan Bobby, or Babby, excuse me, empathetically says the two-time league MVP isn't going anywhere. Anti-Added Center, Merson Gortat to the untouchable list. In an email on Wednesday, he repeated the statement that he made earlier in the day to the Arizona Republic saying, we are not trading Marcin Gortat, period, end of sentence. We are not trading Steve Nash, period, exclamation point. In golf news, Tiger Woods will miss another golf tournament as he recovers from injuries to his left leg, saying Wednesday he will not play in the AT&T National next week outside Philadelphia. Doctors' orders Woods posted on Twitter. He said he would be at Aeronomic to support the tournament, which benefits the Tiger Woods Foundation. Woods said he isn't feeling stronger but is, he, he said he's still feeling stronger but is still not 100%. Woods who has slipped to number 17 in the world ranking has not competed completed a tournament since he tied for the fourth at the Masters. He said he hurt his left knee and Achilles hitting a shot on the 17th hole of the third round from an awkward stance in the pine straw. And in Giants or I'm sorry in baseball news Doctors said Wednesday that they have upgraded the condition of San Francisco Giants fan Brian Stowe, who has recently shown increasing brain activity after a severe beating, left him in a coma three months ago outside Dodger Stadium. Stowe is now breathing without a ventilator, has moved his left arm, and been able to intermittently follow some basic commands as physicians wean him off heavy sedatives used to ward off seizures, said Dr. Jeff Manley, chief of the neurosurgery at San Francisco General Hospital. Manley cautioned, however, that he could not predict whether Stowe would recover further and that the danger such as infection and buildup of fluids around the brain remained. For more, Check out the majors.net. In the meantime, we'll get back to Detroit Sports Weekly on TMSNX. Detroit.themajors.net. I am Adam Hernandez. Welcome back everybody, Detroit Sports Weekly on TMSNXDetroit.TheMajors.net. I am Adam Hernandez, 734-259-4941 is the number to call in, or you can text in at 248-429-7729. Um, we've got a um, we've been talking some pistons draft. Uh, also update on the Tigers there. Uh, the Tigers ended up winning that game, avoiding the sweep. Seven to five against the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, Jose Valverde ended up getting the save. L. Albuquerque is uh, tallied with the win. Ted Lilly gets the loss. Um, again, it's good they avoided that sweep. Uh, that they get back, um, you know, on the winning track here. Um, let's see if um, quick update to see what time Cleveland starts. Right now, that looks like it's in the. Looks like it's in the top of the first. So that one's just getting going. Uh, Colorado and Cleveland. And uh, hopefully, again, hopefully Cleveland loses and Tigers move back in the first place. Fortunately, they need to keep an eye on both the White Sox and the Twins now who have made. Uh, the Twins themselves has been have been surging as of late, which, again, isn't surprising. Um, the big, another you know, more big news this past week, uh, circles around the Detroit Red Wings Um they re-signed Nicholas Lidstrom, six point five million dollars for next season, so he is returning to the team again. Not really much of surprise to uh, to anybody, um, considering um, it seemed like that was what was going to happen all along. Uh, there were some fans, though, that seemed a little disappointed that he was getting a uh, that he was taking uh, taking on the same salary he did last season. Um, now there's a couple of things to, to look at with this. Um, first and foremost, and we talked about this with uh, with Aaron Agamir during crash in the net, that he it really wasn't in the right mind for uh, for Mike Illich and Ken Holland to offer Nicholas Listrom less than what he less this season than what he's, you know than what he made last season. Um, simply because um, he's a Norris finalist again this year and we're gonna find out tonight whether or not he takes home the Norris during the NHL awards tonight. Uh but again it's there's that reason, and then the tack on Brian Rafalski uh making uh well not making but retiring and his six million dollar salary coming off the books. Uh you also um we're also going to see the uh the salary cap in the NHL be raised, I believe, by four million dollars. So the red wings really couldn't go out and offer nicholas lidstrom less money than what he was making last year and you really can't pay anybody else on the team more than what nicholas lidstrom is making it just wouldn't be right mainly again if Lidstrom wanted to come back and they brought him back and he still wasn't playing at a high level then yes you offer him less but lidstrom is still arguably the best defenseman in the nhl even at the age of 40. And, it simply be- and, you- and the proof of that is he's up for the Norris Trophy again this season. So, again, you really, you really, really really can't offer him less than what you offered him last season or what he was making last season. But it's still good that he's coming back because the Red Wings are going to need him. They now, have, they now have Lidstrom, they now have Stewart, they now have Kendall, and they now have uh, Cronwall all under contract next season. Obviously, there's going to be more, um, more of those roster spots to fill. And um, a couple of names being thrown around right now is uh, James Wisniewski of the Montreal Canadiens. He's actually a Metro Detroit native. He's from uh, just the town uh, right next to me right now in Canton. Um, played with the Plymouth Whalers, So he's a hometown guy. He knows the area obviously very well, and I think he's a guy that can be had. Um, you also throw, I, I know this was brought up by one of uh, one of the fans of ours on Facebook, um, about the about the Red Wings possibly going out and making a trade for um Zach Boguson of the uh well now of the Winnipeg NHL franchise um again he's another possibility um another possibility out there you have uh, Kevin Biaxla of uh of the Vancouver Canucks i still believe though that um that Vancouver is going to end up re-signing him He's he was the, arguably, arguably their best player during the playoffs, and I really can't see Vancouver letting go of him. Um, then theres it seems like the restricted free agents are a lot better than uh, the unrestricted free agents going into this offseason. Obviously you have Shea Weber, another Norris finalist um, for Nashville. Um, he is restricted, and I really can't see Nashville giving up on him. Um, they're pretty much going to match any offer thrown his way. Another one is Keith Yandel from uh, from Phoenix, another another very good defenseman. Kind of flows under the radar, though, um, or flies under the radar, simply because of where he plays in um, in Phoenix. But, again, um, Red Wings should be somewhat familiar with him because of the first-round matchup that the Wings had against Phoenix. Um, but again, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disappointed at all that they got Lidstrom back at that price simply because there's a whole bunch of other contributing factors here that's going to um, give the Red Wings more money to play around with during this offseason. Uh, another rumor going on right now is Yamir Yager um, possibly coming back to the NHL. Says he wants to come back to the NHL. Um, and is listed the Detroit Red Wings as one of the teams that he possibly wants to go and play for. Now, again, Yamir Jagger, he is, I believe, 39 years old, played the last few seasons in the KHL. Um, last NHL team he played for was, uh, was the New York Rangers back in 2008, where he had a decent season with them. Uh, he's also been consistently good in the KHL as well. Um, this past season... Um, he had uh he had nineteen goals, I believe I'm gonna say thirty some assists but he had fifty points in in basically forty nine games. So he's a point per game player, which is excellent. And again, too, if the thing with Jager, if he is interested in playing with the wings, then that's somebody you gotta take a good hard look at because you don't want a guy like um because if Jager can be had at the right price, then you go out and you get him. I still believe he can still play at a high level in the NHL. Now, I know the KHL, and I said this last night on, uh, on on the Majors Live, that the KHL isn't, it's not the NHL. The talent level isn't quite there, but... Jagger is a different case simply because he has played in the NHL before. He he was very, very successful in the NHL and I think he could still do it in the NHL. Uh, obviously though it, it is going to come down to you know whether or not you can get Jagger at the right price. If Jagger wants too much money, you're simply going to have to pass on him. Other teams uh, involved in the Jager sweepstakes are other teams he's interested in playing for. One is Pittsburgh, and the rumor is that he's leaning more towards Pittsburgh than anybody else. Another team out there is um, is uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Although not named publicly, it seemed like that's the rumored third team in this whole thing. Uh, so I know Jager, um, when we posted this question on our Facebook page, wasn't a popular, popular, uh, wasn't a very popular, um, you know, idea to get Jager on this team, but... You know, Yager's a very, very talented player still, and somebody they really need to take a look at if he's interested in them. And Ken Holland has confirmed that their interest is mutual too. So they are going to go ahead and take a look at that. Other than that, though, we've got Growdy Radio coming up at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern Time over on themajors.net. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, other than that, though, we're going to we're going to wrap it up this week for Detroit Sports Week. I know we wanted to get to some Tigers stuff. We can't get to that this week, though. Um, we will get to that. Stay tuned to our for our website though. We have lots of good stuff um, going on on our website, uh, DetroitTheMajors.net or our or our uh, national website, TheMajors.net. So make sure you check both those out. We'll get to some Tiger stuff next week though on our new day, same time, Wednesday, six thirty p.m. Eastern time on TMSNX, DetroitTheMajors.net. Other than that though, I hope everybody has a good rest of the week. Um, I'm Adam Hernandez. We'll see you next time.